This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on reduction in ESI contribution rates. The participants are Raj Kumar, Director General, Employees State Insurance Corporation, Ministry of Labour and Employment, and Somesh Jha, journalist. We have with us ESIC DG Mr. Raj Kumar. The government took a very important step on Thursday by reducing the total rate of contribution made by workers and employers towards the employee state insurance scheme from 6.5% to 4%. What is the significance of this move which has been taken for the first time since 1997? Basically, this move helps businesses and the employees. For instance, the burden on employees will go down from 1.75% to 0.75% and this will reduce the burden on the employee's pocket. From the employer's perspective also, it will reduce from 4.75% to 3.25%, which is a substantial 1.5% reduction. And overall, cost to the business will come down from 6.5% to 4%, which is 2.5% reduction, almost 40% there will be the reduction. So in all, this will reduce the cost to the business. At the same point of time, the level of services, the quality of services to be provided to employees will continue to be the same or even better as we are continuously endeavoring for it. And what is the implication of this move on the job creation in this country? Basically, idea is to have as much formalization of workforce in our economy as possible. Some of the people were thinking that this is a cost to the business and as a result of which, formalization was slowing down because this was being perceived as a cost mm. to the business. I am sure as this rate has come down from 6.5% to 4%, this will accelerate the process of formulation of our workforce and in the process, cost to the business or cost to the company as they call it in case of employee, that will come down and also you know it will improve the wages of our workforce. So how many subscribers and how many employers will get benefited because of this move? As of now, we expect about 3.5 crore employees to benefit from this move and more than 10 lakh establishments or employers to benefit from it. Do you expect more subscribers being added to the ESI scheme and how many do you expect will be the addition to the ESI scheme because of this move? Any economist will tell you, as you reduce the rate of the regulation or regulatory compliance, Overall compliance of that regulation also goes up and we have seen it in case of income tax. As the rate of income tax came down, the compliance of tax laws went up. Similarly, we are sure as the ESI contribution rate has come down from 6.5% to 4%, this will result in the larger base in terms of both employees and the establishment. I am sure at least 20% rise should take place because of reduction in this burden to the extent of 40%. What all benefits do workers get out of ESI scheme right now? Can you explain us? ESIC is basically a social security organization and we provide five major type of benefits. Beginning with the medical benefit which we provide to the employee and uh, his or her family. And then we provide sickness benefit which is in terms of cash. If the employee is sick, there is loss of wages, then we provide compensatory wages to employee from ESI Corporation. Mm -hmm. Then we provide maternity benefit. In case of accident, we provide uh, the disability benefit. And in case of unfortunate event like death, we provide dependent benefit, which is a kind of pension to the family. Do you think that because of a high rate of contribution, some of the employers were evasive of the ESI system? It's uh, quite possible and it's 
natural also because if you charge six and a half percent of the wages as contribution then sometimes you know employers and employees both you know maybe together jointly together they may be reluctant to become part of ESA scheme that is a strong possibility but I am sure as the rate has come down there will be a strong uh, incentive for them to join the scheme how much surplus gets accumulated in the ESIC corpus every year and uh, how much surplus will be left as a result of this move in the next few years you think ESI corporation actually we are providing uh, insurance to employees so the objective of any corporation cannot be insurance company cannot be to accumulate surpluses whatever minimum that is required is justified in 1617 government took two major steps one was amnesty scheme to the businesses to get covered under ESI scheme and second step was to raise the wage limit from 15000 to 21000 mm. for eligibility under ESI scheme that was in 1617 mm. in next two years for example the coverage went up from 2 crore odd employees to 3.6 crore as we have now in last two years and similarly my revenue collection went up from 11,000 crore to 22,000 crore almost doubled in two and a half years so then we realized that my expenditure on providing these benefits is not growing so fast so there was accumulation of surpluses after all the purpose of ESI corporation is to collect the pool the contribution and then provide services out of that pool not to accumulate surpluses so that was one of the major factor that following the improvement in the base of employees number of employees and the establishment and the revenue collection and the growth in revenue collection which has almost doubled in last two years so idea was that we should provide relief to the employers and employees in terms of reduction in the contribution so that the services continue as they are and also the burden on their pocket is also reduced. How many hospitals are there with the ESIC right now and do we cover all the districts of the country as of now? Out of almost 708 districts in the country, our coverage is uh, about 530 districts as of now. And depending upon the number of establishments and potential number of employees in those establishments, we request the state government and the state government then takes a call whether that is district is to be declared under ESI scheme to be notified under ESI scheme. So as of now, out of 530 districts, which are across the state, some states are fully notified, some states are partially notified and one or two UTs are yet to be notified. So this scheme is not 100% operational in the whole of the country. It is in 530 odd districts and our hospital system is in about uh, 150 is the number of hospitals. This covers about 120 districts of the country. Do you think the move to reduce the rate of reduction will help India in improving its rank in the ease of doing business? Actually, World Bank's ease of doing business report looks at contribution to ESIAC as tax on businesses. So from that perspective, if it is treated as tax on business, then definitely this reduces the overall incidence of tax on the businesses and I am sure definitely aids. When will this uh, notification for the uh, reduction of contribution come into effect and when will the notification for the rate of reduction be released and when will it be effective from? So it's being released very shortly. It will be effective from 1st July 2019. That means the employers and employee will pay reduced rate of contribution from the month of uh, August 2019. So going forward, we have a couple of uh, targets ahead of us. First is that we want to cover the entire country under ESI scheme, that means all the districts under ESI scheme by 2022, which uh, Honorable Prime Minister of India has set the target under the New India Initiative that he has announced. 
Secondly, we want to cover almost 10 crore formal sector workers in the years to come. That means ESI has to have its presence all over the country in all the districts. Keeping in line with this vision, we are planning that we will have ESIC's own setup of the branch and the dispensary in each district of the country. And through that setup, which we call uh, District Dispensary Come Branch Office, DCBO, we want to improve the quality of services being made available to our beneficiaries in all the districts that we plan to cover in the times to come. Will this move not lead to a reduction in the corpus of ESIC and impact the services that the ESIC provide to the employees? What do you have to say? We have done our calculations and we have sufficient unallocated reserves to take care of any contingency of this nature, which we don't think that will arise. And as we have reduced the rate of contribution, the increase in terms of compliance, natural course also will be much higher than the rate at which we have reduced it. That is first expectation we are having. And secondly, as we are improving the quality of service, as we are improving, going to improve our presence in all districts of the country, I am sure the workers and their employers will have more faith in ESI system. You had also introduced a scheme, uh, a spree scheme two years back to bring more employees under the fold of ESIC. So how did it also help you give cushion to go ahead with the reduction in the rate of contribution? As it happened in the early part of 2017, under this spree scheme, it was a kind of amnesty scheme that those employers who have either not fully declared the number of workers in their establishment or they are not covered under ESI Act, which they should have been. So they were given amnesty that no penalty will be charged if during that amnesty period they join ESI scheme. So as a result of this amnesty scheme, the number of workers covered under ESI scheme went up from 2 crore to about 3 crore in a period of 6 months. Similarly, the number of establishments covered under ESI Act went up by almost 25%. And the revenue impact of such you know, amnesty scheme also coupled with the raise in the wage limit from 15,000 to 21,000. So as I told you, end of 15-16, my revenue income was just 11,000 odd crore rupees. The scheme was implemented in 2017, early part of 2017. That year, my income was about 13,000 odd crore rupees. But at the end of 2018-19, that means in March 19, my income has jumped to 22,000 crore. So, one can see from 15-16 to the end of 18-19, the income has almost doubled. So that means the spree scheme under which we had provided amnesty and the wage ceiling that we had raised, our income doubled and that was one of the factors that we realized that growth in revenue was so fast while expenditure was growing, but of course not at the rate at which revenue was growing. So there was enough cushion for us to reduce the rate of contribution. What all kind of workers are covered under the ESI scheme, right? If you can explain. Almost all workers under manufacturing sector, service sector are covered under ESI scheme. And any establishment having 10 or more number of workers which who have wages up to 21,000 rupees per month are entitled, are eligible to be member of ESI scheme. Is there any scope of improvement in the hospital facilities which are or in the medical facilities provided by the ESIC and what kind of hospitalization facilities do the workers get right now? Actually, as a matter of fact, the health benefit, medical benefit available under ESI scheme is almost, you know, you can say without any ceiling. ESI provides primary care, it provides secondary care, and it also provides tertiary care. The services that we are not able to provide by ourselves, we procure that service from the private service providers and pay for it directly in a cashless manner. So ESIC's medical benefit scheme provides coverage to the employee and its entire family. And that too in almost, you know, you can say limitless manner. So this is our mainstay of entire scheme. Of course, as I told you, we provide four other types of benefits. 
So we are trying to improve our medical is a very complicated vast field ours is a very large country so it is difficult to have uniform presence across the country and provide uniform level of services but with the help of private sector in terms of procuring private medical care in a cashless manner we are trying to continuously improve the delivery of medical services across the country there was also moved to uh, provide unemployment benefits to the workers covered under the esi scheme what has happened to that and how are we progressing that was a kind of in between you know sometimes uh, as employee you know are working in one industry and then they switch over to the another industry and there is a small time gap in which they are probably unemployed so the idea was during that period there should be some kind of you know welfare support to them under esi scheme if they are member of the scheme so that scheme we have announced before the election and of course you know during the election uh, because of code of conduct there were some limitations on uh, publicity of that scheme but as the election process is over code of conduct is no more there so we are in the process of communicating the availability of unemployment allowance during those short periods when the employee you know moves from one industry to another industry they can seek some kind of welfare assistance from the esi do we expect further reduction in the rate of contribution from the present 4% total contribution it all depends you know as i hope that we grow from uh, 3.6 crore to 10 crore coverage i am sure as the volume goes up and services that we provide we should be able to at least review the rate of contribution sometime in future did you consult the industry and trade unions before taking this step was there a proper consultation which happened yes esi corporation itself is a tripartite body we have got representatives of the employers we have got all uh, trade union representatives we have governments state government honorable minister uh, labor is the chairperson of esi corporation so there was a due process this entire issue was considered and they had recommended some reduction in the rate of contribution of course you know when the matter went to the government government also looked into it and then they decided to bring it down from 6.5% to 4% the cost of labor is seen to be a huge burden on the employers right now so you think that this will help the employers to hire more workers as a result of a reduction in the cost of labor which will happen due to this step i cannot exactly you know answer that question but definitely it will reduce cost to the company you know cost to the establishment in terms of the labor cost and uh, because establishment will always consider the overall cost of the labor which includes you know the regulatory burden in terms of esi or pf thank you sir for joining us on the show and it was a pleasure talking to you thank you so much you were listening to a discussion on reduction in esi contribution rates the participants were rajkumar director general Employees State Insurance Corporation Ministry of Labor and Employment and Somesh Jha journalist This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio This program is also available on our website newsonair.nic.in You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks@gmail.com